I like that. Uh, I think Craglin's an honorable guy at the end of the day, um, and uh, you know, he's he's very concerned with uh, with his with being Ravager. It's something that that means a lot to him, and I think that that's uh, that's pretty cool. Thing. Like someone of passion for their career. Yeah. Um, so were these characters that you guys were familiar with before this project? No. I didn't know anything about Mentes until I had to audition for it, and then I, I did some research on the internet, and then I, I freaked out because she said, you know, um, Mentes in the comic books is very different from, uh, from James Gunn's version of, uh, of Mentes and how he wrote it, and I think his version of the character is much more complex and interesting and original and different than what, what I read in the comic books, to be honest. And you can you can think the opposite if you want to, but you know, it's, um, yeah. So I was um, um, I remember when I started um, uh, working on the character, I asked James if I had to uh, maybe read everything I wanted to, to to know more about the character, and he said, no, you, you don't really need to because. You know, as I said, um, the versions are very different. So yeah, I just decided to just like, you know, just like trust him at three hundred percent because you know James is a genius, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, my Kraken uh, barely exists um, in the comic book world. He's he's mentioned in like a single issue of. Um, uh, uh, you guys know tales of. Um, I forget, I forget, it's slipping my mind right now. But um, he's just sort of a big, ugly monster. Um, I think that I think that James mostly just kind of took the name as to make sure that the name was a character that stayed within within the Marvel universe. But he's primarily an invention of, again, also an invention of my my brother for the first movie. Cool. It, it, they're such fun movies. It looks like you're having so much fun making them. Is it just a blast on set, or is it uh, really difficult and harsh? <laughs> it's a blast. It's amazing. I can't wait to shoot your next one. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> does a really great job of hiring people who aren't just great actors, but who are also great people. Um, and so it's really a, a great group that we, you know, that you get to see every day on set. And it's also, there's a lot of preparation done, so our jobs are a little bit easier in that way. That everything is really set up for us so, so that we can maximize our efficiency, but also our fun when we're shooting our scenes, I, I think it's a, it's a pretty special thing to have, to, to have so many good people behind us in terms of the crew and the production and everything like that is, uh, is pretty rare. And, uh, and so we're pretty lucky, I think. So you also did the mocap for uh, Rocket Raccoon, yes? Yes, more or less, yeah. Uh, yeah, what I do is I play Rocket on set. So I'm, I'm there for two purposes, mostly. I'm there to work with the other actors when we shoot the scenes so that they're working with a human being and not a, not a blank space or a, 
tennis ball on a stick or, you know, uh, um, you know, some uh, PA holding a, holding a script in their hand. Um, and, uh, and then I also have, uh, and, then, and then the visual effects team will, will use my movements, um, mostly my face and hands and shoulders, but a lot of, uh, uh, you know, the, the things that I do physically on set, they'll then use as a first draft um, for animating the character. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I do, and I, it's it's strange. I didn't think, I never thought that my career would go in that direction where I was playing a CGI raccoon. But <laughs> I'm now uh, four movies into it, and I like it. It's pretty fun. No, he's I'm sorry. No, he's incredible on set because he folds himself in like a really small human ball that is the size of a rocket. It's incredible how, what he does physically and even with his voice. I mean, we feel, uh, all the other actors, we feel really lucky to get to play with him because we, it's his rocket. And, uh, you know, and of course it could be just, yeah, a tennis ball or us imagining, or like me imagining that someone is biting me and he's like, really, he really scared me when he was like, ah! <laughs> so, it really helps, you know? So it's really great, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I really do. I do every, you know, like all the stuff that you see Rocket do, we, we shoot it. So we get at least one or two good reference takes of everything. Um, and I think that we, we learn in the first movie a process that works really well with me sort of starting out and then, you know, visual effects takes over and then eventually Bradley Cooper comes in and does, it sort of ties the whole thing together. And I think that. It just, it worked so well for the first movie that we were like, let's not mess with it. So that's what we did again for the second movie and now also the, the two uh, Avengers movies, too. Yeah, and sometimes he wears, sorry, sometimes he wears a sweater and there's like a little, a little raccoon on a badge. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah, I came in one day and the, and the wardrobe people had, had, had stitched these little rocket patches onto my uh, onto my tracksuit that I wear, um, and it is adorable. <laughs> Do you have any stills of yourself as Rocket from it? Any souvenirs? Um, I do. Yeah, I do. There's a lot of there's a lot of um, pictures of me as Rocket, and I also stole one of those jackets with my patch. <laughs> good, good. I think we're all glad you got that. <laughs> If you were about which ones we would add. I know. No one asks us what songs we want <laughs> in the movie. My brother takes great pride in, uh, in 
choosing all of them himself. And, uh, I think he does a great job at that. I don't know. I, I have no idea what I would add. I, I, do you have anything on the top of your head? I'm bad with music. I just trust James. Um, yeah, I just, I love, you know, Serge Gainsbourg's songs, you know, the French songs. So maybe I would add that, but I don't know if it would make sense to add a French song from the 70s in, uh, in the mix. I don't know. I'm sure you can find a good reason for it. Um, how did you guys prepare for these roles? Yeah, we had uh, rehearsals with James too because he loves to do that before shooting for like two weeks, I think. And it really helps a lot to uh, to know what you're going to shoot and you know have more confidence. And then when you're on set, it's much more easier to maybe change some things. But you know, you know, you know what you're doing and you know uh, where you're going already. So it's really it really helps. Uh, and um, I don't know, it's just like my the little stuff that you invent in your head, and sometimes people don't even see it, but it helps you. So, yeah. Your, your actor secrets. Um, yeah, I do, I, I do some, some physical training to play Rocket, like a little bit, I need to just make sure that I keep myself in pretty good shape, because that can, as she said, folding myself into a ball. Uh, can get, can get grueling day in and day out after a little while. Um, you know, but, but both roles also, Kraken, they're roles that I played already in the first movie. So it's like you, you get some sense for who the character is. I, and, and I didn't really know exactly who Kraken was until I saw the first Guardians because we had shot so many different things in, in different ways of, of Kraken. He had a, such a smaller role in the first film. Um, and so what, it wasn't until I really saw that movie that I realized, oh, that's, that's who that character is. Um, but from that point then, I think you just get sort of a sense, and of course we rehearse um, those scenes, and, um, and yeah, I, I, uh, I, I think that having those, those weeks of rehearsal is um, a real luxury. It's a great thing that, because you just have that little bit extra of framework for the scene when you get on set to shoot. Well, and he's evolved so much also over the two movies, Scraglin. Um, where would you like to ideally see him go next? You know, honestly, um, I, I really honestly try to stay out of the business of, of even thinking about what my character is going to do in the future because that's not my job. Like my job is to is to take the script as it is and and fulfill that. And if I start to think, oh well, I'd like this to happen or I'd like him to go this direction, then then it puts me in the wrong frame of mind. Like I'm not a I'm 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 a storyteller, but but not in the same way that a writer is. So the writing part gets done, and then you go in and sort of work on what's there on the page. And I've always found in my career that if I start to want something particular to happen, that I'm just gonna be disappointed or wrong, or it's gonna mess with my work. So I kind of like try to stay out of that part of the process until I'm ready to be brought in. Okay. Um, so besides your own characters, who are your favorite Marvel characters? Answers.
one of my favorite things in the It's like 
It was certainly something different. Um, which I think is great. Like, I, it's like we need, and it was a little more grown up. It was a little bit less for kids, maybe, than, than some of the other movies are. And I think that's kind of a positive thing for the most part. Um, I, I, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I was, I, I thought it packed a pretty good punch, but as you said, like, we, we know where it's going, so it's, 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 it's different. <laughs> It's different, and no, I won't say anything. But I, <laughs> it is it is a little different from our point of view, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I just I think Marvel uh, amazes me. You know, with like each uh, vision of each director, but each uh, new movie, you're, it blows me away each time. And um, I remember reading the script and, and shooting the movie, and I I, I knew be great, but, but I, I was still thinking, how is it going to work, so many characters on screen in one movie? And then I saw the movie and I was just blown away, so of course for me it was less devastating to see, you know, some characters, uh, you know, some bad stuff happens to them. Uh, I know that there's, yeah, I, I know what's kind of, what's going to happen after, and it's, it's less stressful for me than for you guys, but I can't say anything, but yeah. VHS, you know, and, and, uh, 
and blockbuster video and whatever. We surround the floor blockbuster and like, you know, renting a movie or two every night with my brothers and watching everything under the sun. Um, but you know, for me, I always wanted to be an actor and I, I, it's changed a little bit over the years, but I think as I got older, I love acting because it brings me closer to people. Um, it, it, you know, the, the idea that you have to look at the world through someone else's eyes, for me, gives me more compassion for pretty much everybody. Um, and uh, and I, I like that. I still think that, you know, that being an actor is, a, is actually a, a, a cool, noble profession. I, I don't think it's like, I don't think that what we do is, is useless or frivolous. Um, you know, so I, I like, I like that. Thank you. 
you know, works his ass off. He, very few people go through more in terms of makeup and stuff like that that they need to put on and complain less than Rooker does. And, uh, and he's, uh, he's pretty great to work with, but don't tell him I said that. <laughs> no, you know, yesterday I, I, I landed at the airport and um, someone showed me, you know, the horse, the blue horse with the red eyes. <laughs> And I think Yondu would look amazing next to the horse. Maybe <laughs> Do you need someone to help you when you go, want to go to the bathroom? Right now? Uh, uh, 
No, I can do it myself, but it takes a long time. Okay, I can't do it myself, so it's kind of weird. I feel like I'm like three years old. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I need to go now. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, the costumes are really incredibly, uh, you know, well made, and we had a lot of different fittings. I mean, uh, I don't know if you, I'm sure you did too. You know, to tweak some things because they come with a concept first, with a drawing, which is really incredible, and then they do it on you, and they're like. Eh, could look better, you know, with like uh, broader shoulders or with like uh, the waist a little bit, like you know, like a lot of little little changes. And um, so it's yeah, of course you can say, oh, I think this would be better, and I like, give some ideas. But you know, you can't, you know, you can't choose everything, you know. But it's a it's a group work, you know. But it's uh, they're really incredible. I don't know how they they do that, but it's, it's really it's really amazing. Yeah. They do great work, and I know that I, I've I've heard from a lot of the. I just know that the learning how to move and uh, be comfortable in your wardrobe is uh, can be a challenge for any of the actors, and it's something that kind of that's why you want to get it early and get used to it. You know? But I know for 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 Mentis, you know, the fact that I'm not very very comfortable, I think it works with the character too, <laughs> somewhere, you know. So of course when I put the costume on, I can't be like slouching like that. Like, you know, I have to be like that, just great, you know. So it brings something else you know, to the character. Cool. Uh, oh, I got a question back here. Um, did get anyone like hurt in the set, like scraped or something? Did anyone, did anyone get hurt or scraped on the set? Uh, I think I got bruises from uh, you know when you wear the harness, for example, in Avengers when they jump. Uh, you know, the planet. Um, yeah, you wear a harness and then you have bruises. You have a lot of bruises from that. But, you know, people don't see that. But, yeah. Yeah, same thing for me. A little bruising from the harness when I had to wear a harness, which fortunately I haven't had to do too often. But some of those guys, like Chris or Dave, will have days where they're, you know, days in a row when they're in that harness doing action sequences. And I think I would be pretty roughed up if I had to do that. I, my physical stuff is more with being, when I'm rocket, there's a lot of days when my feet and ankles and back need some, uh, or it can, can, can be a little rough, but I'm not complaining. Oh yeah, and the scene where I get hit by a rock, it was CGI, just by the way. Yes, my wife and I run the musical theater department at our school, and I have a two-part question. One, have either of you done live theater, and two, can either of you sing? Have you done live theater, and can you sing? Um, He's trying to cast you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, no, actually, I want to do theater, and I'm, I'm getting obsessed with it. I, I started with uh, you know, taking uh, theater classes uh, back in France uh, years ago, and I loved it, and I, I miss it, and actually, I'm going to go see theater plays in New York next week. I'm going to see Angels in America, I'm going to see Three Tall Women, and maybe another one too, and I, I want to see more, more theater, I miss it, and um, I think it's, I think theater is amazing. And, um, and yeah, and do I sing? I don't have a powerful voice, but I sing uh, the right notes on key. And, um, <laughs> and I can go pretty high, but yeah, I'm not a delt, no, for sure. I do have a powerful voice, but I do not sing on key. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I love to sing, and uh, other people do not love hearing me sing. <laughs> and I love doing theater. I, I grew up, you know, I started acting by doing plays whenever I could, and doing theater in high school, and then I went to an acting conservatory, and, and all of my training is in live theater. Um, and I've done a little, and I've done some directing of theater, but, but it, it can get hard when you're working um, on camera, it's it's hard to set aside, you know, the two to two to four months or however long to do a play it can be difficult to do when you're you're still trying to maintain momentum in your uh, you know on screen career, whether it's film or television or whatever. But yeah, I would love to get back. I keep trying to figure out when I can do it. take three months to play. Yeah, to take take a few months and go. Get back on stage because I really miss it. I'm willing to write that if that's anyone in here knows what I do. Um, and uh, and you already have experience with Tepia, so there we go. Right, yeah. I uh, have time for one last question. Where is it? Up there? Okay. Um, this goes for both of you guys. I was wondering how is it working with Chris Pratt? Ugh. <laughs> 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 I, I'm just it's like that's as sarcastic as I can be. He's great. It's not there's no mystery to Chris Pratt. Like if you if you see his little videos on Instagram, if you follow him on Instagram, that's him. He's not quite you know, he's not all of a sudden turning something on for the camera. That's what Chris is like. And he is a you know, um, legitimately generous, thoughtful, like funny as hell, nice always guy. Always in a good mood. Yeah, always he's, in a good he's mood. He's nice with everyone. He remembers like people's names. You know, people who also work on the movie. Like, yeah. So people don't. So that the rest of us don't have to. <laughs> um, no, yeah, and it's true. And, and he, when Chris comes on set, he really, he purposefully brings in tons of energy. And I've talked about that recently with my brother, that it's like, we, like there's a sense when we're shooting a lot of scenes that like, okay, it's, you know, it's, it's go time. Like, let's, let's give this our all. And I really feel like a, a, a lot of that comes with Chris. It certainly starts with Chris. And, uh, and he's, he's a hell of a dude. Um, oh, did you have something else to add? No, there's a flying. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pushing it. So, guys, I have one last question. Uh, do you have any advice or any secrets to uh, a great working relationship with family? Since you've worked with your brother so much. Um, I do, yeah. I, you know, my brother and I have been working together in one capacity or another since we've been young. And when our careers have taken us, away we go away and then it's when we can go back together to, to work on something we do um, and I think that really the key is is to knowing that you have to separate your personal life and your professional life knowing that hey you're my brother I love you we have a great relationship as brothers that's not going to change at all no matter how much we may disagree or fight or whatever on set about something creative that that's to the purpose of making something good. So you know that when you're when you're at work, that's work time, and so it's not going to affect anything that happens when work is done. 
um, and uh, and we're not competitive with each other, so it's it's it, that makes it a lot easier too. But um, but no, I love working with my brother. I have he, I, I like working with him better than just about anybody because he's good at his job, and we I don't have to learn a new process. You know, I don't have to learn a new system from another director because I I've worked with him so many times. Cool, thank you. Um, well, let's give a big round of applause. To If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.